Ten seconds. You ready? I got it. Five yeah. seconds. Don't forget oh to clap God. this time. Jesus Christ. Hey! I think he clapped. He did he it. Clipped. I did it. I could tell that time because it was like a full half second behind mine. You rule. Yeah. Listen, guys, I'm one for two. That's better than Mar last night. Damn. <laughs> Ooh, coming in hot. I'm all about it. That and the big red that I drank last night were definitely the two highlights of my evening. Mm. <laughs> Ow. Sorry, Logan. Yeah. That's uh, all right. But uh, more importantly, sorry, Steven. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Sorry, Steven. I feel like Steven got kind of pummeled on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really uh, kicked you in the dick with that one, being like, we're going to make this day either this man's greatest day of his life or the worst. <laughs> well, I was in a good mood coming in, and now I'm not. <laughs> okay. They're two out of, like, the six games that happened this weekend. We're going to have to talk about it. Oh, I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> you see, ha- half of the IFPB squad uh, was out of the playoffs this weekend. Didn't have to endure the hurt. Woo! <laughs> it seems, uh, it seems, it seems like the half of the IFP squad that is uh, happy are the ones that didn't play. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's introduce those people because this is another episode of the IFP. <laughs> And as always, I'm one of your hosts, Steven. If you couldn't tell, I'm not one of the ones that are particularly happy after this weekend's results. <laughs> and joining me is Tyler. I'm Tyler. I'm happy. Logan. Hey, yo. You can guess which one he is. And Graham. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry. That was uh, freaking Mrs. Doubtfire. I was introducing <laughs> Graham. <laughs> He's so elated because he's going to be the one that drafts C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I yeah. Woo-hoo. I was there like, I was like, is this happiness just because like you didn't have to watch your team lose this week, or is it just because yeah. like other people are in misery for once, and you're like, finally, I'm not the only one. Oh no, I found misery last night, guys. Let me just uh, send it your way in the uh, Discord. If you send not me the, the BK theme, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, it's worse than the BK theme. It's my oh, nightmare. No. Oh god! Your nightmare. Did the don't tell me <laughs> the herd so really made this? I, I was gonna say like what like what is Graham's nightmare? Graham sent us a graphic of Tom Brady dressed in a Colts <laughs> uniform. Ooh, fucking, fucking hmm. retirement home central in Indianapolis all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, don't want it. Stay away. Capital of the world, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, they've really turned into the glue factory in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's not true. That's not true. Brissette got out. Uh, He's okay. Yeah. Brissette was young. He still had legs and was able to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This just in hot off oh, the no. presses. No. No, you're you good. Stay this, away. this is good news for me. The Buccaneers have announced the firing of Byron Leftwich. Holy oh, shit. Holy. Which, I'll be honest, I'm pretty okay with. Dang. Whopper, Damn. whopper, whopper, whopper. Shut up. You rule. <laughs> you rule, Byron Leftwich. You rule. Well, I don't know if he well, rules. I, was, I don't know if he rules. <laughs> I don't know if he rules so much if he got fired for it. 
<laughs> Where the hell did you see uh, that? Uh, yeah, I was gonna my, say I, my friends posted it. Mm. You could say oh. that he wasn't Byron Rightwitch. Could could be. Yeah, I would say that. Fuck you. <laughs> per oh, yeah, the computer no. report, <laughs> Buck's mm, expected report. to fire Byron Leftwich. <laughs> okay, expected to, yeah, not officially, right. but expected oh, to. Uh, yep, you're right. Yep, I haven't seen any official sources, but there's a lot of people online saying that it has happened. Yeah, I was gonna say I, was, I don't see anything from Ian. Yeah, or I don't either. Adam or Ari. We'll so those are usually my three main sources. Yeah. So I uh, I was wrong. Good thing I can just cut all that and I won't sound like a fool. Hey, I do have breaking news, though, that pertains to one of our teams. Oh, boy. Um, oh, no. <laughs> from Tom Pelissero, the Chargers have fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. Hey, we're all winning. You know what? That makes sense. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> They've also fired back. They also fired the quarterback coach. Woohoo! Get him out of here. I, I'd say that the Chargers are addressing the problem in the wrong place, and they need to send Herbert to Indianapolis. I will. I disagree with Grant. Drive down to your house and like force feed you Epicac. <laughs> I'll be laughing as Herbert puts on his Colts jersey. Like, <laughs> you know, I think he, I think he'd look pretty good in Colts blue. I think he would too. It's gonna make the scene in Family Guy like look like a freaking nothing. Well, in 15 years, when Herbert's at retirement age, he'll finally be able to put it on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, then, at that point, go ahead. Maybe 25. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got too ambitious there. Yeah, but yeah I was going to say, I, I I have to give it to the NFL. Super wild card Sunday and weekend and all the good stuff by the toys. Uh, turned out to be quite the super weekend indeed. Super disappointing for some. Super exciting for many. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> let's, just, let's just start right off the bat. Uh, Seahawks 49ers. Like, okay, I know, obviously, the 49ers should have won that game, and we're going to win that game, but that final scoreline does not tell the story of how close it was in the first half. That was yeah. competitive, yeah. and honestly, I give the Seahawks, like, so much credit for that. You fought, like, hell in that first half, and you were leading by one, you know? So I, I give them full credit for that. I'm not ragging. I was like, oh, you lost 41-23. to He's like, no, no. Like, it... It just goes to show how much one single play can change momentum oh in that my game. God. Yeah. Like, Nick Bosa pretty much saved the 49ers season right there. It's amazing that that happened, like, twice this post, <laughs> like, this opening weekend. Oh, what, yeah. Uh, the, what do you mean? Uh, well, Are you talking about the Ravens like play? That? Yeah, oh, I yeah. thought you were t- I thought you were talking about how Bosa changed the fortunes of their teams, <laughs> except one went worse. Hey, both statements can be true. Yeah, both statements can be true. But no, I mean, shout out to the Seahawks. I you like good they fought like hell. <laughs> good try. Good try. I mean, no one really expected them to, you know, make it this far, let alone have a winning record. So I know that that's why I say, hey, yeah. I'm not as disappointed because we had nothing to lose. But on the flip side, your other team. Yeah. Oh, I left work. Geez. I left why work early that day. I, why don't I, we let you have the floor happy. with that one? With the Chargers game, why don't you that, just? I, I quite honest, I, I racked my brains on Saturday night, just thinking like, is this the worst loss that I've experienced as a Chargers fan in my 
like 28 years of life, about 23 years of watching football. And I can honestly say, I think this one does hurt the most. I would, as an, a passive observer, I would agree with that assessment. Like, it, if not the worst, and maybe I've just repressed another worst one or two. Like, this is a top three most charging chargers of all time. This was painful. And and y'all heard me at halftime, like, this is not a safe lead. I mean, to go up 27 to nothing and then end the half at 27-7, like, that's good. You know, hey, we got a good lead. You better fucking step on their necks. And we didn't. <laughs> it, yeah. That was... <laughs> Trevor Lawrence said it best. You couldn't script it any crazier than that. Script like NFL rigged is real. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty real. Line. Confirmed. It was just oh, that that really hurt. Like I don't. I would say like I. I won't even say irrationally angry because I feel like I'd every right to be just angry at that outcome. Just I just. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I listen because it's like even after a full day, I was like. Who do you even blame for something like this? You know, I'm uh, I'm gonna, team. yeah, no, just ev- everything, you know, and oh god, I hate Emmanuel Acho with a fiery passion these days. He's so, oh, so. Yeah. annoying. Bro, what did he do? Oh, immediately after the game, just was on Twitter, just like that's your social media. Co-. He was right back to his ways before that fucking uh, Chargers Dolphins Sunday Night Football game. You know, like he just classless, honestly, <laughs> you know, like he's getting up to like he's getting up to Stephen A territory where it just like immediately <laughs> will just bag on the team that he does not like and blame it on Justin Herbert when it's like, I don't even think that was really his fault. I think Herbert, the play no. calling could have been a lot better because mm-hmm. in the second half when they had a they started the second half, at least with a 20 point lead. In the second half, they ran the ball, I'm pretty sure, fewer than 10 times when they had a lead yeah. of three scores. I mean, in that situation, I feel like if, if I granted, they got the huge lead by throwing. They got to the playoffs by throwing. I understand the tendency to let's just keep throwing the ball. But if you wind down clock and just hand off, even like 50-50, it doesn't even have to be, you know, we'll pass it every now and then. If you put up a balanced offense, they probably don't have enough time to come back. Yeah, I just don't know. Well, it is, and I just don't. It, even when we were passing, it was just super conservative. And yeah, like I get, I get maybe why you didn't run so much because we were literally down to our third string left tackle. At the same time, if you're down to your third string left tackle, stop running it to the left, guys. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> like, run to the right. <laughs> With your healthy starting right tackle and pretty good right guard. <laughs> Go right. What are we, Derek Zoolander all of a sudden? This I is annoying. I was literally about to make that joke. <laughs> yeah, you want shout out to Duck Peterson? Because that's a that's a Super Bowl winning head coach there. And that's a man who took his team to the half and he's like, you know what? Don't panic. We've got this. A twenty yeah. point lead is never safe. I just yeah, no, I'm that's I I I, I know Tyler was like, have the floor. I'm like, I just don't even know what to say in this moment. You know, that is abysmal. And it was abysmal all night. You know, like, I mean, I could blame poor officiating calls night. like that. I don't know. I, I was going to say like, pretty well. no, in my favor. Sure. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. But just overall, like there were some definite mispass interferences that went the Chargers way. There were definitely missed holds and all that stuff going Jacksonville's way at the end. It just, I feel like refing was so inconsistent in that game. 
And like, yeah, no, and that, man, and that last play just caught, like, or what gave the, like, Jaguars that chance to win was, I don't know what Joey Bosa said to constitute a ref chasing him down like <laughs> yeah, that, but he was boy. heading off the field. The ref ran after him to instigate something. Bosa responded, and then he threw a flag. So I don't know what Bosa said during that whole exchange, but that just, I don't know. Your guys' thoughts. Should a ref be able to, like, just run someone down and be like, hey, you look at me when I'm talking, or whatever he was going to say? Because that just, that just seems so out of place. I agree that it seems out of place. I feel like if it wasn't so egregious that you don't just immediately throw the flag right then and there, I don't think the flag should be thrown. Yeah, he must have said something. I'm not saying, like, that he... I feel like he said something, dude. Like, that was just, like, that quick. He said something, that ref just threw it. But see, but that's the thing. It wasn't quick. It took long enough for a ref to run, like, from the center of the field... No, I mean, like, as soon as Bosa said it, like, that flag No, because Bosa was saying something like walking towards the scent line. It took the ref running up to him, saying something, then Bosa responded, and then he threw a flag, you know? Like, I'm sure he's calling out, like, just a bunch of missed calls, you know? But just, I don't know. Probably. I mean, he probably insulted the ref, if we're being honest. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I mean, I'm serious. It was probably Bosa complaining that he didn't get a call the ref probably said something that the refs always say of like oh i didn't see it or it wasn't a thing or shut up and then bosa probably retaliated and insulted the ref and then the ref is like hey you can't do that and then the ref threw his flag it's probably what happened if i had to hazard a hypothesis i mean that's a lot of power that you can i mean if you could just be like man i don't agree with your call or it's like man like shut up and then they just throw the flag because they got their feelings hurt that's a lie. I highly doubt it was shut up. I don't up. think it was shut up. It was probably, like, the N-word or, like, a, a homosexual no, 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 slur. No, no. But I'm serious. It's not shut up. Yeah. But I don't... But also, if Joey Bosa just goes, hey, fuck you, to the ref, I don't think the ref's going to throw a flag on that I don't immediately. Think like, that's what I'm saying. It has to be something, like, bad, bad. Well, right, okay, but then why have we not hurt... I mean... Because that's the thing, if he called him the N-word, that's serious. And how has the ref not come out and be like, this is why I threw that flag, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Like, that, that, I would, I would think that has, if it was that severe, like, or of that severity, yeah, 100%, you don't call people that at all. <laughs> but I would also think that if it was a non-event like, he told the ref to shut up, I feel like Bosa would have come out after because it was such a non-personal foul thing to say, and he would have been like, that ref is just a baby because I told him to shut up and he gave me a 15-yard penalty. I feel like regardless of which which extreme end of the spectrum Bosa said something on, it should have probably come out by now, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a whole thing, but it just in that whole interaction, that's what gave... Like, Jacksonville, the chance to go for two. You know? Well, they already had the chance to go for two. I mean, well, yeah, sorry, but a, a much easier oh. chance. <laughs> I think Doug Peterson, or, uh, yeah, came out after the game and said he wouldn't have gone for two if it wasn't at the one. Which, and I'm sorry, but shout out to Doug Peterson for understanding that when you have a, like, six foot five quarterback with obscenely long limbs, just snap the ball and just have him stick his fucking arm out 
that was like it happened so fast. I'm like, why does no one else do that? That was well, genius. <laughs> Some, somebody was else did do that. Tyler Huntley was only six one. He needed that four inches. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Those inches matter, baby. Hey, but and that was so. It's like I have to imagine. I was like, it, I've never really seen a quarterback literally just go from the snap and just stick his arm out. Like normally, there's like a bit of like footwork, like run towards the line and then stick. No, he literally just took the snap. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Hey, let's go. As soon as they got that two point, I'm like, yeah, we've lost. We've lost. And I knew it the whole time. My friend at work kept telling me, like, oh, you ready for Dougie P? And I just, I was stone silent that whole time. I was just like, just don't talk, right? <laughs> you know, like, not mad at him or anyone, but just like, because I knew what was coming and I didn't yeah. want it to happen. <laughs> we had plus five turnover differential. Asante Sandy got three yeah, picks insane. and you trashed it. You just trash the whole thing. Like, that's a long plane ride back from Jacksonville to L.A. Yeah. I don't... I. What's the over-under on, like, words spoken? It has to be, like, maybe 10, and I'd take the under. Yeah. Probably under just the amount of time Spike posted it. Like, silent <laughs> as the grave. <sighs> Everyone's... I mean... I, I felt that comeback coming i don't know what it was it was probably you saw the chargers on the field and you're like yep i've seen this before <laughs> oh, and, and then combine Christ. that with the fact that you also know the afc south and like how dangerous the jacksonville jaguars can be and i'm sorry let's just not forget the narrative that trevor lawrence continues to have a perfect record on saturdays the man has never lost on it's saturday true, playing football we were doomed from the start apparently yeah <laughs> one of the one of the really nice things about Twitter nowadays is just uh, everyone who who was clowning on the Jaguars for being down twenty some to nothing. All of those like old tweets being like, "Well, how about that?" <laughs> just like all of the like, "Oh, we were very wrong about this shit." Kind of tweets, I, old takes exposed kind of thing. Okay, uh, sorry. So I I did wonder. I was like, I wonder if Bosa had like because you mentioned how it's like how's the ref for the Bosa. Like not say anything. Apparently, Bosa did sound off on it. Um, I believe it was yesterday, and he takes a. I mean, he definitely takes accountability for his actions. Like, yeah, I need to keep my fucking head in that moment because, uh, you know, like, hey, we lost because we fucking blew it. Plain simple. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I need to. As I pretty sure I got fines coming my way. You know, I need to be more accountable for my actions, obviously. But then he goes on to say, it's like. It's like, he doesn't think it's very fair because, like, I mean, if I say something that to them, I get a $40,000 fine. But if they blow a call that ruins an entire team season, they get to, you know, head back to the locker room and call it a day. So, I mean, well, I'm sure he he's a, not going to. He was a bit more insulting than that. Yeah, a little bit. No, not a little bit. He was all, he was like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the refs get to go back to the, their whatever there is they go to. And they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's like, haha, got that asshole. Oh, yeah, I got him 50 yards. What a loser. Yeah, Bosa's words himself. So, and uh, in his own words, I am sick of these fucking people. <laughs> I don't totally blame him for being sick of the riffs. Yeah. Also, but yes, the the bouncing of the helmet. I'm sorry, like Staley. Like, I don't know what Staley was thinking in that moment. Like, runs to get in the helmet, give him back. Bosa's like, hey, thanks. Slams it again. <laughs> it's, it was it was like Staley's life was on the line trying to get that helmet. He was like. <gasps> 
Let me get it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. No. That's I mean, painful. <laughs> like it, in a not so short like time of me talking about this pain. That is all I felt after that. We should be going to play the Chiefs this weekend, but no. No, we are not. <laughs> the uh, the Bills certainly tried to uh, ease your pain by... Uh... Oh, boy, howdy. I, no, I, Graham, <laughs> after what happened on Saturday, that would have just broken me. That It's like, great, so I can't have either of my teams going forward and the Bills lose? Like, who is the team I want to win the Super Bowl after all this? Oh, yeah, no, great. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Yeah, they they, uh, they tried their hardest to lose that game. They, <laughs> they really did. They did. were definitely ready. Fuck. No, like thirty four, thirty one against backup Skylar Thompson. I'm sorry, not backup, third string quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen has kind of fallen apart a little. Like the wheels are uh, shaken. They're not off yet, but they're like he needs to go somewhere and get those things strapped in better. I feel like the wheels, half the time, you'll take them into the shop and the people are like, these wheels are totally super awesome. You don't have to do anything with them. And they're right. Because the Bills, excuse me, the Williams, will have plenty of plays where they look fantastic like Super Bowl contenders that they are. Then sometimes they'll take them into the shop and they'll say, sir, there are no wheels on this thing. (laughs) I mean, uh, they just yeah. look horrendous sometimes. I mean, I I know he's home now, but I'm sure, I mean, they could still be dealing with just some shakiness after the DeMar Hamlin thing, you know, uh, They mentally. looked very shaky a month before the Hamlin thing. Like, Josh Allen yeah. has thrown so, he has turned the ball over so many times, especially in the red zone, which actively takes points off the board. Mm-hmm. And it just... There are a lot of times where I'm like, oh, yeah, this team rules. And a lot of time where I'm like, this team is going to get stomped. <laughs> this team's a little well, shaky. I, I guess I'll, uh, I mean, I guess that just means that uh, Ken Dorsey is absolutely no Brian Dable. <laughs> Speaking of Brian Dable, not. Sh- shout out to the Giants for, like, and Brian Dable for making it to the divisional round. Oh, that was a great we game. all certainly called it. Some weren't I on know the mic. Yeah. Logan did. Logan did. Congratulations. <laughs> Logan certainly did. I mean, we should have seen it coming, right? <laughs> I Vikings. didn't expect Danny fucking Dimes to... To have himself a day? Yeah. Yeah. Good what a him. game. Uh, what, where's, his, where's his chain? Where He deserves like, it. You got Kirko chains. Where, where's Danny Dimes's? <laughs> I don't know that anyone really wants to start copying Kirk Cousins' routine after getting That's bounced fair. from the playoffs yeah. as a three seed. Hmm, yeah. yeah. In fact, you know what? Don't. Don't. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> eh, it's okay, Vikings fans. We all have another year to wait to see if we could possibly win a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Poor Vikings fans. I know. That, that's eh, painful. I don't feel that bad. Finally... They shouldn't have been there in the first place. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. They finally lose a one possession game. I mean, literally minus three point differential as a thirteen and four team. That's that's not great. <laughs> that's no. unreal. I'm pretty sure that's never ever happened before. I'd have to do a little bit of research on that, but I I would agree with you on first glance. Also, I, sorry, I I didn't bring it up in the last game, but I just I posted something on Sunday that I thought was funny. How the Dolphins had a shockingly symmetrical season. 
Oh, yeah, they, that was cool. Like 3-0, and and then went 0-3, and then went 5-0, and then went 0-5, and, and then won the last game, and then they lost. It couldn't have, it couldn't have been any more. You can't script that any better, Graham. You can't script it any better. Yeah. Talk about um, time management, that game, especially at the end. Oh, uh, what? Oh, for Miami? Yeah, was not great. You have to waste two timeouts for to avoid a delay of game, and then you did get a delay of game. The the lights got a little bright for him at the end there. But, yeah. you know, first-year head coach in the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, Dable seemed to do pretty well. I know, that was kind of the joke, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, thank you, Logan. No problem. Uh, as, as for coaches who have plenty of experience in the playoffs at this point Ravens Bengals you know what solid game I was expecting Shocking. it to be blowout Steven I felt the exact same way like yeah. I mean it was Tyler Huntley up against Joe Burrow and the mighty Bengals like this should have been a Bengals blowout but nope all the entire difference was a Sam Hubbard 98 yard fumble return god that play was awesome uh, and it just goes to show how much like Mike Tirico, I I'm liking I'm liking him being in the booth this Sunday. He put he yeah. was hyped as hell on that mm-hmm. play. Tirico and Collinsworth were great for that whole thing. I thought that was going to be the most boring game of the weekend easily. That was the funny thing with Graham being like, "Wow, Collinsworth is great in this game." I'm like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, the Ravens should have won. It's it's insane that that. One play about, really. I don't know about should have. They definitely could have won, but even when that fumble happened, there was still plenty of time for Cincinnati to go right down the field and score again. You're this not wrong. Come back and probably well, that, I mean, do that, it again. That play happened with 11:39 left in the game. Like, that's a lot of time for someone to do something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even if Huntley doesn't fumble the ball and he gets across the goal line and Tucker makes the extra point because he's not Brett Maher, ew. <laughs> then that's only a seven-point lead with more than ten minutes to go, and I have faith in Joe Burrow to come back from that deficit. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk guarantee that they would have. McPherson did miss an extra point earlier in that game. Just did. one? Did huh, what a yeah, bum. just one. <laughs> just just the one though. Yeah. He didn't even try to miss him. <laughs> Maher looked at that and said, "I can do better than that." Maher was like, "I'll just miss one at a time." <laughs> he was like, here, hold my foot. <laughs> I clearly don't need it to kick. Oh, shit. Has he been released yet? Oh, my gosh. I, it's, it's like, it's so funny because the Cowboys, sorry, Logan, beat the brakes off of you yesterday. That <laughs> we got ugly. absolutely demolished from beginning to end. But yeah. it, it's, I've never really seen a winning team take that many L's. It's just the fact that, like, it was 18 to nothing going in the half. Because Brett Maher could not make an extra point to save his skin. It was that was the uh, best part of my night. Probably was Brett Maher missing. I would say my top three events from last night were number three drinking a big red, number two <laughs> Brett Maher missing his third extra point in a row, and number one was Brett Maher missing his fourth extra point in a row. Just. <laughs> Excellent. It was a little garnish on top of my sadness that really tied the whole feeling together. He beat his own record. Like He set a record in that game and then beat his own one. <laughs> beat his own record. You'll love to see it. 
It was like boy. that. His face after the fourth missed extra point was just. It's like that's the face of a man who knows he like he might have to find a Southwest flight home because he's not yep. allowed back on the team plane. He's like, <laughs> shit. I do genuinely believe that uh, Dak reacted really poorly on the sideline. Oh Go my god! Thank you two. for mentioning it. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, uh, Bustle wasn't the only one who had a poor sideline reaction. <laughs> I I hope that the uh, next time Dak throws a pick, that Mar does the same thing on the sideline. <laughs> That's Mar's all I want. Be like, just kick it, kick it, kick it. It's fun, like just a final score of thirty-one to fourteen, and the thirty-one is because they scored five touchdowns with four missed extra points. Is just astounding to me. Uh, four teams scored exactly thirty-one points this weekend. I, that doesn't mean anything, but I just want to bring it up. Nice. And three yeah. of them won because of it. Sorry, yeah, Dolphins. Yeah. Sorry, Dolphins. Uh, Sorry, Steve. But hey, in, I mean, going back to our bias picks from last week, Ravens kept their tradition and got it at 17. Dang, I should have taken the tie there. Oh, good. God. Good for them. Way to go. But yeah. Sorry, Logan. Looks like you, uh... How's, uh... How are you feeling about? I mean, I don't know if y'all heard Brady's uh or the end of Brady's press conference, but I mean, he he definitely took some time to appreciate, you know, to thank the reporters who had been there all season and stuff. I mean, it it could be speculation that Brady might just be done after all this. I would be you know? totally fine with that because I'll be honest. I've alluded to this before in the podcast. I'll I'll I guess I'll just state it right now, not even allude to it. I don't like the fact that my team has the guy that so many people dislike on it. Like, when the Bucks went on their Super Bowl run, there were a non-insignificant number of people who I consider friends who were like, I want the Bucks to lose. No, it wasn't (laughs) even Kenway. Kenway wasn't even one of them. Oh, well, he was last night. (laughs) I'll just say that. I Uh, I said the Cowboys score, and he goes, good, fuck the Bucks. I'm like, ah, that's because of Tom Brady, isn't it? Yeah, like, and I don't like that. I'd rather have a bad team that people are indifferent towards than to have a good team that people dislike. Plus, eventually, I know people keep saying this, but it's got to happen. Eventually, Tom Brady is going to stop playing football. Eventually. It's going to, it might be 20 years from now, but it's going <laughs> to happen. There will be a time when the Bucks will seriously have to consider getting another quarterback that is not Tom Brady. Dear or your God. backups, let's be honest. Well, but... Is our backup Tom Brady? No, well, no, no, like, that's my point. No, no, you, no. If you wait long enough, it's going to be Jack Brady. Well, that's not Tom Brady, so I, I would, I think I would take I it can, at this point. I just looked at his stat line. I, I had somehow not done that. Sixty-six passes. I know you yeah. were down for most of the game, but holy shit! Even if we uh, weren't yeah. down for most of the game, he probably would have attempted like fifty. Yeah. That's insane well it's a disappointing end of the season unfortunately and you know maybe maybe this time for real we will see the end of the tom brady era in the nfl where he actually takes his retirement seriously and then goes to his nice job as a broadcast analyst you know what do you think giselle was like last night she was if i was giselle Uh, i would have been ecstatic i would have been as vitriolic as i'm sure kenway probably was i would have like octupled down on that oh yeah Fuck Tom Brady. She's just doing cartwheels in her living room. Yeah. I don't know. Were the kids there? Because I'm sure, like, maybe she has to probably, like, 
externally be like, it's a, like, yeah, I know. Like, your dad lost. That's really sad. In her mind, she's like throwing a Fuck f- yeah! fucking rager. <laughs> like, <Yeah>! you rule. <laughs> oh, God, not again. Oh, okay, well, hold on. In, in all serious notes, in terms of NFL injury, has anyone heard anything about Russell Gage? Is he, I yes. hope he's doing okay. The Bucks. Uh, made a post, I just looked at it, saying that he stayed overnight at the hospital. I believe he's still there. Um, he does have feeling in his extremities. Oh, so, Thank goodness. Well, like, that's good, yeah, that shit was scary. Yeah. No, I just, again, and that's the thing, because it's like, not even three minutes left in the whole game, and he goes down. I'm like, that was just not worth it. <laughs> it just wasn't. Yeah. And then, yeah, but again. just to go down by like three scores. For the for the second time in less than a month, we have a very serious injury on the field, and it's like you hear Joe Buck in the booth being like, "We're we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back." And face the black. Whopper, 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 whopper. Junior double I hate that commercial so much now. I love all Burger of them. King. Oh. <laughs> Just uh, you have there has to okay, like I don't. I'm going to peel the curtain back a little bit on like commercial breaks in there. Like at least in my station, you can switch the order around a little bit on like breaks. Like you can make changes in the log. I have to imagine you can do that in a national like sense, right? Like you can change the order that it's, we're not immediately hit with the Burger King. Either that or it was someone with your job, Steven at a national level who, who, Last week just went, huh, I'll fucking do it again. I'll just do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. I just, I can't. Like, is no one watching out for the. I, after the first guy, I'm sure his manager was probably just standing over. It's like, don't do it. And the guy's like, you watch me. It's like ESPN called Burger King and went, hey, uh, another serious injury. Do you want to, like, pull your ass there? Like, no, put him at the front. Woohoo! No. No, no, and that's like, it's like you, you could still play the ad, but maybe hit me with like you know something a little bit more serious or just like not not a jingle. Rule. Chicken, 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 chicken. Yeah, no, not chicken, not even chicken, the somber chicken, Burger King one. Just <laughs> rough times, rough oh, times. Man. Yeah, uh, spe- very much. Speaking so. of rough times, yeah. Speaking of rough times, uh, looks like Vegas is going to be finding a new quarterback in the future after uh, Derek Whoa. Carr. Wrote a very lovely goodbye to Raiders Nation. He did. It was a very nice one. You know, and, you know, despite my eternal dislike for the Raiders, um, you know, you hate to see it. When I'm, I mean, Derek Carr grew up a Raiders fan, got the chance to play for the team that he loves. You know, and that that's something really special. You know, not a lot of guys get to do that. And for it to kind of end like this, like, that, that's tough. I agree. You know? I'm also surprised it took this long for him to be ousted from the organization because I feel like the Derek Carr is done in the Raiders land rumors have been swirling for like three or four years at this point. Right, like who who would have thought it would have been Josh McDaniels to do it and not John Gruden? Well, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Josh McDaniels is pretty incompetent. I, I guess all yeah, it took was McDaniels sure. to bring over his buddy from uh, – New England and Jarrett sit up and be like, "Okay, finally, I can finally make the move." You yeah, know, and here's my guy. I'm, I'm like, at this point, eighty-five percent sure that the Raiders will be picking up a rookie this year, <laughs> unless Probably. they get Aaron Rodgers. 
You know, that would be oh. fascinating. That would God. be hilarious. Or they get Tom Brady. Wait, what part fascinating? Getting Rodgers or? The yeah, getting Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, Devontae's on the team. That's, you know. I was about to say, as of right now, I kind of feel the worst for Devontae Adams, who signed yeah. with the Raiders yeah. with who his college left. quarterback. Yes. Who just left Aaron Rodgers. And now, well, at least Carr's gone. We don't know who's going to replace him quite yet. But the person who I assume was possibly the biggest draw of Devontae going to that team is gone one year later. And his old quarterback might come back. Oh, boy. No. Yeah, but uh, uh, latest reports I saw, apparently the two teams that are the hottest on getting Derek Carr right now would either be the Jets or the Panthers. Oddly the enough. Panthers, oh my god. So congrats, congrats, Graham. Your team doesn't make the shortlist. Oh no, we came out and said we're not doing it. I would I have never celebrated Graham, a tweet harder. Holy uh, shit. Graham, I, I gotta be honest, I'm shocked. Like I, I said that uh, as like, too. okay, I've only seen these two. I cannot believe that you guys just outright said, No, we're not doing that. Like I I'm a, I can't either. I'm excited for you, honestly. Me too. Growth, it happens in unexpected places and times, but it feels like the cult may possibly learn. Up breaking Graham, news, we've signed no. Byron Leftwich as quarterback. <laughs> I don't think that's even possible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it is too. <laughs> we put the ball in his hands with stick tape and just said, "Ah, oh, try to throw it." We tried to do this, Matt Ryan, but like he just kept fumbling. Something about just defensive linemen smacking into the back of his head or something. I don't know. No, Graham, you're trading for the first pick and you're taking C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. <sighs> I mean, at the, at the first Aikman. pick, you have everything. Did you hmm? say Troy Aikman? <laughs> I did. Steve Young, is that you? <laughs> Whoa, Buccaneers legend Steve Young? Yeah. Is that Lou Holtz? <laughs> oh, Graham. <laughs> Although then Graham would be able to get a Colts jersey with Graham on the back, which would be pretty sweet. Ooh, I think it would say Becker be... over everything, but, you know, that's just me. I've been waiting for a Becker to break into professional sports. <laughs> What's going to happen first, a Becker or a Hornstein? I think the heat death of the universe would precede a Hornstein in any professional sport. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck damn, Logan. I mean, are we just are we talking about like all like athletes in the history of everything, or like? Well, I mean, I don't. I, I've never seen a bowler with it, his name on the back, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of only going with like the four major professional sports, and maybe yeah, also like soccer, where they have yeah. the the jersey or the uniform with the name on it. I assume is what Graham's talking about. Yeah. It's going to really suck if a Hornstein breaks into the golfing world. And I'm like, shoot, I already have all the polo shirts I'm ever going to have. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I have to buy so many on polos. God damn it. Dang. I would do it, probably. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing on the search for athletes named Hornstein. Sorry. Whoa, I'm shocked. No way. You rule. You rule. Speaking of quarterbacks possibly finding new homes this offseason, where do we think Brady's going to land? Either a retirement home or somewhere else. (laughs) Wow, well, Steven, that's a good point. 
A, the retirement homes in Indianapolis. We're going to offer him a fat sum of money. He's probably going to get... He's going to get like two weeks in a training camp and go, what the fuck's the matter with me? And this like sucks. go home to Giselle yeah. and like, be like nah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll go to Target with you again. I promise. He's going to come back home with a box of chocolates and a bouquet. I wound up in Indianapolis. I, I just have this gut feeling that he's going to go to Vegas for some reason. Fascinating. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, Giselle. I'm gambling all my money away. <laughs> Take this, kids. Here goes your college fund on red. Which she's fine with, because I'm sure she kept her money. Well, plus, didn't Giselle... I'm pretty sure, granted, this might be out of date, but I thought she was worth, like, considerably more money than he was. Oh, Giselle, I mean, that that's not out of date. Giselle has always been worth more than Tom Brady. She was oh, okay. an international model. Yeah. She had a... It, it's insane that she... I mean, also, Brady's contracts almost always sucked, but, I mean... I wouldn't say sucked. I don't know if it would suck making twenty million a year. That man, that man, I will say. Good thing about Brady is that he generally took the pay cut, especially in his early days, yep. to make sure that his yeah. like, other players got paid. I don't disagree. So, mad respect to that. Yeah, for sure. But no, I mean, like, I mean, he he would always just end up making his money, you know, through I mean his countless Super Bowls and all that. Like, yeah, you know the the man's won too many Super Bowls when he's giving away his like, hey, you won the new truck. I really don't need that. <laughs> yep. I mean, the it would be nice to have more people be that selfless on their teams. Like Tom Brady should have been making more money than anyone in the NFL easily. For, I don't disagree. For a decade, he should have been just the top of the tops, and the fact that he was so willing to take pay cuts that's just amazing yeah good for tom brady but yeah no i mean i mean if he does continue to play i mean i could see him making a move towards like vegas or something like that i mean i don't really see that's a problem i don't really see any of these teams that need a quarterback that would pick up brady at the moment you know Eh, I don't either, but I'm eh. sure something's going to happen in the offseason. Like, oh, I don't know, Raiders are going to fire their quarterback. Oh, oh, wait. No, guys, hold on. We've been going about this all wrong. The the Indi- like, the like retirement home isn't in Indianapolis. All the retirees go down to Arizona. Oh, so boy. So he's definitely going to be a Cardinal. That would be. Ew. I think if Tom Brady had to put up with Kyler Murray's lack of studying, I think Tom Brady would commit, at the very least, manslaughter. You assume that Kyler Murray would still be on the team. How could he not still be on the team? They're paying him about a trillion dollars a year to be on the team. Well, here's what you do. You get involved in the trade with the Bears, who oh, are not no. good with money. No, nope, Steven, <laughs> you're wrong. You were so Commanders. close, but you're wrong. The commies, yep, they believe in yep. an equal distribution of shitty quarterbacks. The commies. <laughs> like, it's a three-way <laughs> trade scenario <laughs> where, like, Brady ends up going to the Cardinals, the Cardinals, like, Kyler ends up going to the commies, and then I, I don't know who they send down to you, but, like, I'm sure it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'll take I'll take some picks. I mean, if someone wants to send some picks my way, I'd be all about it. Okay, so, like, no player. You don't necessarily need a player, but a uh, pick would be nice. From the commies? Fuck no. You don't want Scary Terry? Uh, I'd take Scary Terry. I just don't think they'd part with him if they're I mean, about if you to lose get Chris, Kyler Murray. If you lose Chris Godwin in the offseason, you might need him, too. No. Well, here's my rationale. If we're letting go of Chris Godwin because he costs too much, I can't foresee Scary Terry being worth dramatically yeah, less money. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. 
maybe. Plus, the Bucks historically have been pretty good about drafting receivers in the non-first round. So I'm not super worried about Chris Godwin leaving. It would stink to see him leave. He's been a good player. He's been good to the team. But I honest, at this point, honestly, my focus is on keeping Mike Evans and Levante David for the rest of their careers. If we You're can like, do that, I'll be a happy clam. Like At all costs, they must be Bucks for life. I, I would like them to be. I like those guys. It sucked. Like, when Gerald McCoy left, he was the previous, like, long-tenured Buccaneer who had great ties to the community and all that stuff. He left in free agency because we didn't want to pay him. And immediately, like, two weeks later, the Bucks picked up Ndamukong Sue and gave him Gerald McCoy's number. And I just thought, oh, yeah, I remember that. sucks. Because didn't McCoy go to be a Panther right after? It was either a Panther. I think it was a Panther. Then I think he was also a Cowboy and mm. most recently a Raider. That sounds right. Ew. But he just kept getting hurt. Sorry, shame. Yeah, yeah, it's alright. You know, it had I to mean, happen hey, eventually. We like a lot of moves going to happen this off season, but uh, possibly. In the meantime, we have some divisional games to play. So, like, hey. even if people want to make these moves, they can't. Hey. Not yet. Although people, from what I'm hearing, people are interviewing D'Amico Ryan's for head coaching positions. Yeah. Well, you can have interviews, but I'm. I'm Specifically with players, I actually don't think you can officially like make a move until like, no, that is correct. The start of the off season. There's like a, uh, I think they call it a tampering period, which yeah, sounds it's really a, it's funny like the, to me because it's like yeah. this is the period where you're allowed to do illegal shit. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> like no, see here's the thing. It's called the legal tampering period, where it's like, okay, tampering is not allowed, but for like one week. Ah yes. It's okay. The legal cheating period. <laughs> That's kind of how it sounds to me. Tamper to your heart's content for this yeah. week. Cheat as much as you want for the next seven days. This week only. Is that you, Tom? Ah, uh, you old so-and-so. <laughs> Bill Belichick, <laughs> you're here again? I can't, believe we, I can't believe we didn't even talk about, like, the possibility of Brady being a dolphin, but, you know. Or Ew. a patriot. Ew. A patriot. I think I know, you I don't would like rather either, go but... back to Giselle than Bill Belichick. Well, maybe not. <laughs> To wait. <laughs> they always come back. That's my oh, Belichick, God. by the way. It's Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you tried to go Belichick and somehow ended up going like a little Doc Brown, just like, oh, I think they'll go back. <laughs> no. <laughs> please, please, Grant Belichick's always like this. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, no, Steve, I, have you ever heard Bill Belichick? He goes, Great Scott. <laughs> I gave him way too much emotion. Marty! <laughs> Marty! We gotta go back! Man, thank goodness Belichick's not in these playoffs. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the yeah, new evil are. empire, though, the I know. Queefs. The Queefs. The Queefs. Uh, they're gonna go lose. Jags. Move on. Go they're gonna lose. Go Jaguars. Go Jaguars. No, as I mentioned before. Again, Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday, and the fools put yes! Jacksonville and KC as the first game on Saturday. Yes, woohoo! So Let's clearly, go, this is not the Chiefs' year, despite them putting up insane numbers without uh, Patrick Mahomes' longtime best receiver. Like the Chiefs just got better, and it's really annoying. It really sucks how every year I think, all right, so the Chiefs have to regress this next year, don't they? Oh wait, they oh, didn't. God. All right, this next oh, year, they can't possibly top what they just did. And then they did. I don't like it. I mean, they're just going to max, like, they're going to get the most value 
out of Juju, and then he's a free agent this offseason, and if he wants too much money, they'll just pick up another speedy receiver in the draft. Yeah, they'll just Easy get peasy. someone who's fast with good hands and runs route at an okay enough level that Mahomes' magic is God, I want him. that for the Chargers. Like, me as a Chargers fan, why can't that be me? That <laughs> why can't be we me. draft that? I know. Can you imagine how great it would have been to be- to have been born in Massachusetts? Just all the championships that you came mean your in way. the last like what like oh. around our time of being born? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit! Or I guess let let's just also expand to being a Boston sports fan over the last two decades must have been a real privilege oh, that you pretty much I won know. a championship in one of the four major sports every yeah. year, it, except yeah, for like maybe bastards. two. And then they had the gall to be like, oh, "I'm gonna miss the Brady era." Oh God, cry into your six Super Bowl rings. It's oh. <laughs> Yeah, Bastards. see, that's the kind of attitude that makes me happy. Tom Brady's not going to be on my team next year. Right, and then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, man. But the Chiefs just, again, they just continue to get better and better. Like, Andy Reid is such a good coach. Yeah, it feels inevitable at this point. Like that, oh, no. I mean, what? we've always, oh. just Andy Reid is the Kool-Aid man's always funny, but Andy Reid is Thanos. No. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, Barbecue is inevitable. And I think Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is all five of the Infinity Stones at once, or six, or however many there are. No, I was, no Travis Kelsey has got to be one of the stones. Yeah, you're right. Travis Kelsey's the gauntlet. He's the gauntlet. Yes, no, he, yeah, no. he's the gauntlet. Kelsey's the gauntlet? I would, always, I would have thought that, like, freaking Chris Jones is the gauntlet. You need, like, a power hitter. Is Travis Kelsey not a power hitter? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there's also the power stone, so you could flip that. This is true. I was trying to think of all the stones mentally in my head, and all I kept thinking was time. Don't worry, you have a nerd on your side. Uh, You have time, power, space, mind, um, reality, and... uh, Soul. Soul. So I get... I guess... (laughs) I guess Patrick Mahomes would be the reality stone in this case, because, like, he could just make shit happen. He's like, oh, I... I want this to happen, so here you go. Well, he certainly makes shit up, and it just kind of happens. Hmm, I'm going to try softball pitching this football. Oh, it worked! Travis Kelsey is obviously the space stone, because he's always so freaking open. Yeah, it would have been Tyreek, <laughs> but now it's just Kelsey. Uh, I do just want to quickly uh, recap the Chiefs' uh, regular season. Oh, yeah, go ahead. AFC South. Uh, yeah, no, please. I was going to say, like, yeah, hard-hitting reporting by one gram. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so, against the AFC South, the Chiefs won. They played all four teams this this season. They won, As you do. This was the year uh, that the AFC West played the AFC South. That's why you that and I went correct. to Monday Night Football. Correct. Um, they went 3-1, uh, and one, uh, losing to the Colts, but they uh, only beat Woo. Houston and Tennessee in overtime and only beat the Jags by 10. Yeah. Whoa. Damn. I mean, that's got to mean something. It. I think it does. Jacksonville Super Bowl, baby. Oh, you're a maniac. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, would love uh, for you to be wrong. Listen, okay, Lo- Logan. I love that you're. I. It's now finally your turn of the bucket because it was <laughs> like how we you are just scant few episodes ago, or middle of the season. Logan, Jacksonville's going to be in the playoffs. Everyone else, yeah. you're a maniac. And now they made it's the Logan. Like, yeah, it's like and then it's like. Jacksonville Super Bowl, you're a maniac. Cut to two weeks later when all of a sudden it's like, God damn it. All I'm hearing is I was right before and that somehow means I'm going to be wrong this time. That doesn't make any sense. 
All I'm no, hearing is I'm tuned into the Jags the way that nobody else on this podcast is. Maybe even nobody else on the planet is. <laughs> it must be that South. It must be that Florida instinct. I I don't know if it's even Florida. It's just it's honestly it is the exact same feeling I got a decade ago with the Patriots. The Patriots are just going to win in my mind, and there's really yeah. nothing that any of us can do about it. So now we have clashing ideologies where it's like the Chiefs are the new evil empire, but Jacksonville like is going to do well in the playoffs. I didn't say do well. I said they'd get to the playoffs. They got to the playoffs. I was right. Case closed. Now that they're there, they have to face the evil empire, and they're probably going to lose. I don't know. It is a Saturday. Well, that's I, I guess I didn't even think about that. You didn't. Because I didn't consider the day of the week and how that would factor into it, yeah. Yeah. What an imbecile. I mean, <laughs> only for one specific player. It kind of. I hope it's a good game, though. I, I know. I, I, I actually be. do think it'll be good. I don't. I mean, they ain't a half. Like the the fact that Jacksonville is so or of the four teams uh, as underdogs, they are the biggest underdog this week. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I mean, we'll I see. I think I do agree with it, but more so by default. If I w- was the one making these betting lines, I think I would bring all of them closer to neutral by a couple of points. Because yeah. we'll, we'll get to the rest of them later, but there are some good teams that are getting mad disrespected with these betting lines, I think. Yeah. Come on. The Giants have definitely proven themselves. I mean, They definitely should not be 7.5 against Philly. <laughs> a divisional game where you're yeah. given a team... More than one full score? Seems a little suspect. Well, these are just the opening lines, too. I'm sure by the time it gets closer to game time, it'll yeah. switch just a little bit. Probably. I mean, I agree with your sentiment. I think just of the four matchups we have, it does feel like Jacksonville and KC should be the most lopsided. So I guess they could be the biggest underdog, but... Yeah, I definitely think they put the two games that I expect to be the larger lopsided events on Saturday... Yeah, Which that's kind of makes sense because those each feature the one seed. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll say the the playoff schedule makers have done a pretty decent job this year. Eh, for the most part. Oh wait, you didn't want the your team on Monday, did you? I feel like the the buck. Well, I I will say I did expect the Bucks and the Cowboys to be closer than it ended up being. So maybe they did okay. I think. Well, that one I I get wild card being a little like it's like hmm why is this one Monday because like. You have to yeah. imagine, like, they do this in such a way that, like, you can have the schedule mostly done by the end of Sunday Night Football. Right. You know? So by putting a 4-5 and five seed on Monday, like a 4v5 on Monday night, yeah, that at least, like, guarantees, like, okay, so we'll have three of the four games done. Yeah, you'll know where just... they're going. You'll know exactly. who they're facing. You'll know the time slot. And I will say, it is probably the biggest ratings game that happened in Wild Card a weekend, it mm-hmm. being Brady and the Cowboys both playing that day. Right. So, yeah, it's no, sad. I could see that. And then, like, but now that you have your four games, it's easier to be like, okay, so let's put the game that, like, we think will be the, like, the not the least competitive, although I do think all these will be competitive in one way or another. Like, let's I put the least so. competitive first and then finish with the one that should be the most competitive. I don't disagree. So... But for Saturday Night Football, it is Giants going to Philly. And let's see. I believe the Eagles swept them this season. They did. They did. They blew their asses out 
uh, one game, and then it was a I was close say, game like, at the season finale. Yep, I was gonna say because yeah, the first one was forty-eight to twenty-two. Good lord. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, they kind of killed him. Yep, when and was then this, that that was on like December week three or four. 11th. December 11th? Holy December shit. December 11th. The first matchup? The first matchup. Oh, wow. They okay. played the Giants late this season. Fascinating. Damn. Like, the Eagles had already played the Commies twice and the Cowboys once before facing the Giants. The team had really turned it around after that one. Yeah, and then, yeah, it was kind of interesting because, uh, I mean, that, that one that was closer, that was Hurts' first game coming back from injury. and But that was also against the Giants team that rested Daniel Jones and Saquon and pretty much every offensive player that was going to be needed for that wild card game, uh, beating the Vikings, you know, uh, it seemed to work out great for them, but yeah, only <laughs> one by six to Davis Webb and the giants. Shout out to you, Davis Webb. Mm. Yeah. Hey, you got to start. Not many it's people get that much. these days. Unless you're a Colts quarterback. Hey, Oh, um, so got him. ES- ESPN's analytics is giving Philly an 80.3% chance of winning this game. Yeah. I can kind of see that. Feel like it should be a yes, little higher. And, and, like and yes, it is the it is the largest margin of victory in their matchup predictor. Chiefs are, they're giving the Chiefs say uh 78.4. That's ridiculous. Damn. So I don't know. I mean, man, I'm so happy for Saquon coming after like off of that injury, like all the injury stuff and then having himself a pretty good I would say a good first quarter. I can't believe they only carried it nine times. Now that you say I that. thought the same or thing. Like you, you, talk, you talked about that in the pregame. I was like, wow, Sa-, and they were raving about that. And, like, first drive or two was like, playoff Saquon's here. Like, wait, he only had nine total carries? <laughs> yeah, because Daniel Jones hogged all of them. Yeah. 17 for 78. I mean, how many of those were designed quarterback runs, too? I mean, was he I supposed to? I have to imagine to- a pretty good, I mean, yeah, think about it. Seems like at least half. Yeah. Well, think about, like, what Dable was doing with Josh Allen. Josh Allen used to have a lot of designed runs, you know. So Some that doesn't say shock he still me that does. much. Well, yeah, because it showed that it could work. And then he took Daniel Jones. I mean, don't forget, Daniel Jones almost had like a ninety-five yard touchdown run if he hadn't. Oh tripped. my! If he hadn't tri- tripped over his own two feet, yeah, the turf <laughs> yeah. monster yep. got him. I don't think he realized that. He, he's like, wait, I can run further than thirty yards? Oh no! That was God, an impressive funny. stumble on that play as well, because he was stumbling for like fifteen yards. <laughs> Bumbling, stumbling. He wanted to save it. He's like, no, I can't. there's no one in front of me. I can make this. And just fell. I think he was down on the ground for a good second before someone touched him, even. Uh, that I do not remember. That I don't either. I, I do think, though, that the Giants versus Minnesota might have been the Giants' best possible matchup in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, now that they have to face what will probably be a, a grown-up real team like the Eagles, <laughs> I do not think they're going to do very well. Ouch. I don't think you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, a grown-up real team. I mean, the Vikings being 13-4 and four was kind of a joke this year. It yeah, was. Uh, 11 wins by one score. Yeah. And a negative point differential. Like, if their losses were also close, I would say, okay, that that was just the brand of football they wanted to play, was to make it close games all the time. But they either barely won, or they got destroyed. 
So yeah, I am curious to see Brian Dable face a good playoff team and see how he responds. Yeah, it it's interesting because it's a divisional game. This is the third time they're gonna you know play each other this season. They kind of know what each other's gonna bring too. Right. Oh, let me just pull this one out, like, old classic out of the bat. It is hard for a team to beat a divisional opponent three times in the same year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Proceeds to watch the 49ers just trounce the yeah, Seahawks in the second say. half. Yeah, only like, in the second half, though. Yeah, only in the second half. Take that. Also just going to so completely it. ignore the hold on the Debo Samuel run. But, uh, hey, it's long past. Yeah, well, yeah. Still would have lost, even if they took that touchdown back. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, congrats to the Eagles for at least getting the one seed. Uh, I, Not to spoil my game pick, but I do expect them to be hosting the NFC Championship next week. Oh. I mean, what, so they – just a little bit of scheduling thing, too. I do think it's funny. They've already – I know they flip, like, who hosts the first game of the championship. Or, like, basically the AFC and the NFC flip, like, who is the first game on championship weekend and who's the second. Okay. Um, so, like, last year the NFC was the second game, so this year they're the first one, and it always starts gotcha. at 3 Eastern time. But I do think it's funny that, like, people have pointed this out, that there is a possibility of a noon kickoff in that case. Yeah. If the, Gi- if the Giants win and the 49ers win, the 49ers would be hosting the NFC Championship game. Oh. So we could, I mean, so a noon Pacific Oh, okay. Uh, that Got really it. confused okay. me. Pacific. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Like, so it always goes off of Eastern time. So the fact that people are, and people were pointing that out, they're like, wait, does that mean like we're going to have a noon kickoff time? I'm like, do you, you people don't know what the Cowboys do, do you? <laughs> like, that's, I think that's just basic in Central time. It is just weird for West Coasters, I feel. What do you mean? Sorry, Logan. Sorry well, for come what? On. The game's going to start at the same exact time regardless. Oh, yeah, 12. I'm going to watch the game at noon, whether it's it starts mind. at noon Pacific or 3 p.m. Eastern. It's the same exact time. You can go to time.gov right now and confirm that if you want. I mean, you can't, uh, okay. Do like, I have to look at the gray box? You should. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll just, like, I would, I would say that, like, okay, you don't get, like, you never get a West Coast team hosting a game in the morning slot, right? Rarely. For the most part. I believe it has happened, but it's rare. Right, because it would be, like, because, yes, because kickoffs are normally at, like, 1 o'clock Eastern, so that would mean a 10 a.m. kickoff time on the West Coast. Okay. So generally, you don't see that. I feel like most people, like, are, Whatever. like, the earliest that any NFL game kicks off is noon, their specific time. Uh, I, so I, I guess, guess it, like, it wouldn't phase me to see them kick off at 10 a.m. It just depends on when you start drinking. <laughs> I think it's it's not so much for the people work, August. That's the thing. Yeah. August. It's uh, not it's not so much for the people like watching from home. I guess it's for like all the people that A have to work the game, B are going to the game. It's just different timings. I just find that a little interesting. I guess so. Wouldn't affect my life at all. Like it certainly wouldn't. Uh but before we even speculate further on that, Sunday kicks off with Cincinnati at Buffalo. Woo, the rematch. I or I guess on- the first match. <laughs> I was like, the first match. <laughs> Which I find myself more and more agreeing with people on socials, where this probably should be at a neutral site. <laughs> I definitely agree. The fact that this I game agree. should have been in yeah. Cincinnati before the cancellation, and now Buffalo gets to host them. 
Although, yeah. the counter-argument I just thought of to that, I used to be in Steven's camp where this should be in a neutral site. The first game that was canceled, was that in Buffalo? No, it was in Cincy. Oh, damn. Yep, neutral site it is. I totally agree. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it had been in Buffalo before and it didn't, I'm like, okay, you know what? I can take it or leave it. The fact that it was in Cincy before and now it's in Buffalo, that's where I'm starting to agree more with people. Like, huh, that yeah. is a little interesting that, that that you put so much emphasis on, oh, we didn't even talk about that if the Buffs or if the Bills and the uh, Chiefs win, the game's going to be in Atlanta. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. an indoor stadium, gross. Right, but I just, I don't, I don't quite get, like, okay, but you didn't take the same thought process into, okay, but what if Cincinnati and Buffalo play? Yeah, or if Cincinnati and KC play, because if Cincinnati had won the Buffalo game, and if they had also gone on to beat the Ravens in Week 18, which they did, Cincinnati would have had the tiebreaker over KC. Yeah, that's true. I feel like. Cincy and KC should also be in Atlanta in that case. I 100% agree. And it seems so weird that the NFL has done a a small, non-zero amount of work to try to even out the playoff seedings that they'll say, yeah, this one game, this one will relocate. The rest of them, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. Don't you forget. I mean, they did work with uh, Cincinnati because if Cincy had lost that game to the Ravens, even though the Cincinnati had won the AFC North, the home game would have been decided by a coin toss. They remember to do that, but they didn't think about, like, wait, hold on, what if this happens? (laughs) Again, it's weird how much the NFL decided to do and what they decided to just ignore. It's fascinating. I don't like it. What I I do like, though, is watching two fun teams play each other, which I think is what we'll get in this game. This will be a great game. I hope so. Yeah. This one for me of the weekend, I think I have the highest expectations for and probably the the lowest chance of this game being a one-sided affair. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Can I can see it. It it feels like a toss-up at this point because yeah. With with how, with how Josh Allen is being more prone to turning the ball over but yet Cincinnati's offensive line is just beat to shit. Right, with, which is why yeah. I find it so fascinating that this is a plus five. That, I thought the same the thing. I yeah. If I'm making the line, I'm setting it maximum at three points one way or the other. This to me is like a game that I expect to be decided by one score. Maybe it'll be a touchdown. Maybe it'll be a field goal. But to give one of these teams five points when they both look so good... Seems right. disrespectful to Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't know. I'm lost. I don't know where they pulled five from. Because I, don't I mean, I mean, honestly, C- Cincinnati kind of looked like the better team out of the first round. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was not a not a great performance by Buffalo and Cincinnati. Like, won by more points. So, I think I would be. I don't know what the point spread is in this game. But if it's under 70, I think I'm taking the over. Hmm. Honestly, it as good is... as... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. It, the line is 48. That... Wow. That's it? <laughs> the over-under is... Yeah, the the oh, over-under is 48. Are they gonna... Uh... I'm gonna cut that before I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the uh, the 
AccuWeather weather has it at 33 degrees at kickoff. That's, that's warm for Buffalo in January. It's gonna You're going to see people on... in tank tops out there like, yeah, you probably it's good. Will. It's going to snow on Friday. It's not going to snow sna- Saturday, but it's going to also snow Sunday. There is, only an, there, is, there is only an 11% chance of precipitation in Orchard Park. 100% On Sunday? Chance. I said 11. On Sunday? Yes. Yes. Fascinating. I just don't understand. That's it. That's the end of my statement. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. But like these two, understand. these two quarterbacks are so good. They're the passing offenses around them are so good. They've been good all year. Buffalo has been inconsistent game to game, or even within the same game. But I just don't understand how you set that point spread below fifty. It just seems wrong. Yeah. I think I'm going to put money on that right now, actually, before it goes up. Do it. Do it. Uh, I do not endorse gambling, for those watching. Just for the record, me stating my gambling habits is in no way an encouragement for other people to gamble, or saying that gambling is good, or even that really you should do it at all. So just just because I'm mentioning that I gamble doesn't mean that you should gamble too. All right, have a good day. I was like, I, I only endorse gambling responsibly. And if you have the means. See, if you're going to listen to anyone here, listen to Steven. The man has some sensible gambling advice, if you even really want to call it advice. More like just general life tips, not really an endorsement of gambling. Just mention that again, alright? Have a good one. I endorse gambling irresponsibly. Go for it. Don't listen the house. Nope. Yeah. Grandma's not a role I'm, model. I'm bleeping that before we get into <laughs> my life. Uh, <laughs> like, there are no repercussions. No, Trade Commission. If you've listened to this podcast before, you probably don't need editing Logan to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you again just to be very, very clear. If you're not going to listen to somebody on this podcast, please don't listen to Graham. The man, he just says things that are potentially demonetizable, and uh, I'm, I'm just trying to rein him in here, all right? Hey, have a good one. Logan's going to have to put a cut in. There's like a beep. If you have a gambling issue, please call yeah. 1-800. <laughs> it's going to have to be hotline. like in those sports betting ads. Hi, my name's Graham. Print. We all have good times here at the Internet Football Podcast, but don't gamble your house away. Gamble both houses away and your car. Just really trying to drive this point home in case there's still somebody saying, hey, they're encouraging you to bet. Uh, that's just Graham. We don't really believe what he's saying. He doesn't even really believe what he's saying. I think he's just trying to be edgy and have a good joke and, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, don't listen to Graham again. Yeah, have a good one. And your car. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then finally, we Imagine have the, the Sunday night football game. Dallas going to San Fran. And I'll just put this out there right now. Is like is San Francisco's success, like as of late, on the shoulders of like Brock Purdy just being the next great guy? Or that Kyle Shanahan is such a good coach with good schemes that like many quarterback like not every quarterback, but many quarterbacks would thrive in that system. I'm gonna I mean, say I'm not. I'm yes. not gonna. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Because like my last thought on that, is, or just to finish my thought off on that, like Brock Purdy is a like more and more becoming a very good athlete in my eyes. So it's not like I'm discounting him, but I also just know that Kyle Shanahan, pretty damn good coach. I agree. I think yes. Man, I just I just can't jump on like the Purdy train 
I'm like, he's having a great season, but like he could absolutely turn around next season, get the starting job, and just shit the bed. I mean, he could. Pre- he could. Do you prefer That's an true. ugly train? <laughs> what? Good one, Graham. That was hilarious. Thank you. That's definitely my favorite joke that's been going around football media ever since Brock Purdy came into the league. <laughs> no, I'm definitely the first one to ever make that. What do you mean? Steven made that joke like three weeks ago. No way. I did what? <laughs> In the episode where we all became Steven, Graham was like, I'm Steven, uh, something something oh. Purdy pun joke. Oh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I did no such thing. Pretty sure, pretty sure Steven did, though. Pretty sure Steven, yeah. Good. Definitely I, Steven. Steven, would not sink that low. Graham Steven, he just might. <laughs> Graham Steven has no floor. He had a back scratcher, though. Oh, yeah. And a poop shovel. Oh, it's gone. And some lunch meat. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I, I do have to laugh and just a little side tangent here, but um, one of my favorite sites for uh, like mock draft stuff is Tankathon. Nice. And I don't think I've ever seen, like, I've only seen the mobile page, so I've never seen, like, the webpage side. But, like, they have the streaks of, like, all the teams of, like, ending the regular season. Yep. And the more you lost, it's in green. And <laughs> red is you won too many. Well, yeah, it's the get... tankathon. Right. No, it was just funny because it's like Chicago takes the take, like, cake with a minus 10. They lost 10 in a row. <laughs> Hot. Yeah, baby. But San Fran. Is the worst because they won ten in a row. Because well, this team was three and four at one point, and on the backs of Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, went on a ten-game winning streak. And you know that absolutely stellar defense. So what's the over/under on like throwback videos leading up to this week? Too oh, many. God. Like. I bet the it's line like, is at, like, 75, and I'll take the over. Yeah. Back in the 80s, like, when both of these teams were good, they used to play each other in the playoffs. I can't stand <laughs> it. I can't fucking stand it. I, I'm serious. So that's that, all it's going to be all week. I know. Yeah. Yep, it's going to be It's gonna be the catch, Joe Montana. I like, can't wait for, Starbuck. like... I can't wait for, like, 10 or 15 more years to pass when, like the older generation of football fans is like maybe dead <laughs> and <Okay. laughs> and people start being like hey the cowboys have never been good in our lifetime why are we giving them like such high praise and like prime time spots and shit like the cowboys fucking suck i agree with graham See, here's the problem is that they have that established thing and because they have that established like they've established themselves as a good franchise and they have a good market they're always going to get prime time well, we once established wiping our butts with our hands is the best method, and then toilet paper was invented. Times can change, and fuck the cowboys. Yeah. Um, it used to be back in the day, if you wanted to shred lunch meat, you'd use your hands like a caveman. <laughs> now we've got back scratchers. I, I mean... I, I, I did that Gotta keep up with times, ago. Grandpa. <laughs> Damn. What? <laughs> I literally shredded lunch meat with my hands three days ago. Oh, oh, I thought you meant with a back scratcher. I was about no. to lose my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went oh, for the God. more sane out of those two choices. Oh, we're, we're all going to love what I'm going to say. So the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, the over-under was 48. Uh, this yep. game, Dallas-San Fran, is 46 and a half. I can almost see that, though. Because both yeah. of these yeah. teams' defenses have been very, very good this year. 
Granted, yeah. their offenses have also been quite good. And once again, especially... I feel like... yeah. Sorry, especially when Dak throws pick sixes. Ew. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Ew. of course, but hey, get get off of Dak's back, hey? He had a five total touchdown well, performance last night. Think about... I was. That's a great point, Steven. Also consider this. The line would have been 50 and a half if Brett Maher hadn't missed four kicks. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the the ESPN matchup predictor uh, with a whopping 52.1% has Dallas winning the game. That is astounding. Yeah. That's so I guess ba- based off of uh, ESPN's prediction, oh, by the way, we didn't say that Buffalo has a 65.5% chance of winning. Uh, according to that same metric. Wow. So, I guess ESPN thinks it's going to be uh, Cowboys-Eagles to lead us off championship weekend. Yeah. And, like, Bills at Chiefs in Atlanta yeah. to end it. <laughs> it's the Williams at Atlanta. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> the AFC Conference Championship we all saw coming. Yeah. Williams at Chiefs at Falcons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Williams at Chiefs at Falcons. <laughs> Hey, maybe hey, but maybe both of those fan bases can like enjoy a very reasonably priced concession prices all thanks to Mr. Arthur Blank. I think it would be even funnier if just for this game Blank is like fuck him. $19 <laughs> for a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't our fans. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Oh, you know what stupid thing I just thought of like you go to like the concession and get like a soda and it's uh-huh. just like falcon shit on the side oh, of yeah. it. It probably will be. That'd be funny. It will I was You're just like, like they're not gonna they're not gonna make specially made cups for this. Or exactly. Steven, I disagree. I think it'd be funnier if you made cups where you had the option. It's like, oh yeah, you can get a Buffalo one or a Kansas City one. But each one of them is like half Buffalo. If you get the Buffalo one, it's half Buffalo and half Falcons. And if you get the KC one, it's half KC and half Falcons. No, all it, it no 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 it it just it, no it's it's like the Bills logo and the Chiefs logo, but it's in Falcons colors and all it says is you're welcome <laughs> on the cup for like you're welcome for hosting this. I want them to like cut out stickers and put it over like the Falcons logo. <laughs> I disagree. I think it'd be funnier if they just keep the Falcons logo on it. Yeah. Or maybe they do the Photoshop thing where it's like they get the cups from 10 years ago that still have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan on them, but they just Photoshop the jerseys to be the different colors for the teams that are playing. Oh, my God. I wanted to uh, quickly talk about something from last night's game, the Bucks cowboys okay. game, since Sucks we're still on the Cowboys somewhat. Uh, was it the Maher was left at the airport? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, so... About an hour before game time, the over-under for the game was 45 and a half. And thanks to Mars for missed extra points, Ouch. it was 45 points. <laughs> oh, wow. That wow. is incredible. That's fucking crazy. I think Maher took the under. It all makes sense now why he, like, he shanked two kicks, missed another one, and doinked a fourth. <laughs> Holy shit. He said, okay, those first two ones... They were blatantly obvious that I was yeah. I got this. Really I gotta make did. these look a little better. I, I still think one of my favorite like memes from the Brent Maher stuff yesterday was a clip uh for the baseball fan in here, Graham. It's like it's something from like a 
St. Louis and Mets game where like a St. Louis player went to throw to first was wildly off and hit the ump in the head. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. Brett Maher with the extra point. It's just bonk. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't like I saw that the Cowboys scored again. I could not believe that his fourth one went off the extra like uh, off the upright. It, it just could not the top. That was amazing. That made my night. Fathom, like unfathomable in my head. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this well, you, just happened. You better get to fathoming, Stephen. I know, and I'm the hope, and I'm the positive one of this group. Not so much anymore, but <laughs> I love that the Manning cast went from like incredulous anger after the third missed one to just like ah, poor, poor Maher. He's going through one right like, now. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell was on for that fourth one, and he just had the. It's like, oh my. I think he's got the shanks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you he's think? got the shanks I, tonight. I did like somebody intercut the the Manning cast with Peyton Manning after they lost the championship game to the Steelers, where Peyton uh, in the interview was like, our idiot kicker. kicker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, fuck you, Mike Vanderjet. God damn you. I agree with Graham. That's the fucker who got... The Bucks, quote unquote, leaping. Still don't even know how that happened. I mean, I I guess I can kind of see it because they I think they called the charges on that when they tried to block that field goal at the end. But yeah, the I think... Bucks guy didn't jump over anybody. That's what leaping is for. He ran up to the line, not over anybody. Jumped straight up and straight back down. And the refs are like, Ah, oh, yes, leaping. The maneuver that every single person does on a kickoff to try to block a kick. They jump up, leaping. See, but you, you you have to jump straight up. You can't possibly jump over a player. He I know. did. It was like in basketball. He wouldn't have even gotten a defensive foul in basketball. He went straight up, came straight down, and the refs are like, all right, we need to give Peyton Manning a win here. What can we get here, boys? Well, Sounds like a leap to me. <laughs> there's a page in this book that says leaping. I haven't read what the rule was, but it says leaping. And the other refs are like, that's good enough, Jimmy. It was also uh, really cool of them to call that because Vanderjat just completely he fucked a 40-yard field goal. <laughs> he didn't... There are kicks where you miss the net, and I'm like, okay, that's bad. That's my my barometer for... Th- a kick is bad, bad if he misses the net. Vanderjack almost missed the stadium it was so wide. <laughs> I mean, I mean Gra- Graham, you're laughing. Your kicker is the guy that kicked it into a tunnel. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Chase McLaughlin straight up kicked it in, like, it, on Logan's scale of bad... Like not as bad as Vanderjack, but he kicked it into the into a team tunnel. Oh, it yeah. was that off. Oh, I'm pretty sure the second the makeup kick was also pretty fucking awful. He barely it, made that one. I in. think it squeaked. I'm pretty sure you're correct, but at that point he made it, and I was unhappy. Let's see. I'm gonna watch the replay. Oh, I'm gonna watch the replay of him missing. Yeah, just about just about is what I feel about the results of this game. <laughs> Freaking Dallas and San Fran. I'm like not hat. I don't know. It's like I'm always just a fan of good football, but like I just find it hard to root for dang near any of these teams in the. Like, should any of these teams make it in the Super Bowl? I don't know if I'm rooting for the NFC side this year. Uh, I'm sure you're probably not. Me personally, I'm still rooting for the 49ers. I know they're a divisional rival of yours, so I'm not gonna like shove it in your face or anything. But no, that, I think that's... that. From the out, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like a well-run organization, and I like what they're doing. No, I and it's like again, it's my. You're right. It's my divisional bias. I was like, I can't let the 49ers yeah. win the whole damn thing. As much as I'm like, no, John Lynch is a great GM. Kyle Shanahan, fantastic coach. Yeah, 
You know, but I mean, divisional bias very is well real. run. Yep. So I can't say I blame you. And I will be honest, my first team easily no question slam dunk is the Williams. I would rather the Williams win it over everyone else combined. Me oh too. yeah. Uh, maybe the Jags. Eh, Jags are fine. Eh. I I will say that would be my preferred AFC Championship game is Jags at Williams. Oh, for sure. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun as 100%. hell. One hundred percent. But will but will Logan pick that matchup? Let's find out because it's time for some game picks. Game picks. Woo! Alrighty, Graham. It looks like you're leading us off, and much like last week, we're just gonna have you put all yours in the same section. So. Uh, this yeah. week, the point values are doubled, which is a good thing, because I was terrible last week. Dang, you that's terrible. unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Oh, no. Well, Graham, I only got 10 points because I got hot, two high-value games. You, at least, you tied with me, and you got more games than I did. Yeah, Steven and Graham had the opposite strategies, where Graham's yeah. like, I'm going to put, I'm going to win all the low-scoring games. And Steven's like, I'm going to win exactly two games. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Tyler and Logan freaking clean it up. I'm, I'm gonna have to make up some serious ground before the oh, end of the season if I want that five dollar Olive Garden gift card. Is it still Olive Garden? I thought we changed it every year. This year, we know where it's going, right? Texas. B K. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I don't want to win anymore. <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> you rule. Uh, alrighty, Graham. What are your picks? Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, well, this is going to be sane. I can tell you that much. Um, so it's Jacksonville at eight, Giants at six. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a solid San Fran at eight. Okay. Love. Cincy at four. Love. So he's just going in reverse. I like this. Yeah. Well, that's uh, fine. He's allowed. Jacksonville at two, okay. and the Giants at six. Ooh yeah! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can't I make mean, this stuff up, folks. I I just did. I just did. I just. Oh my gosh, Logan, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking. I'm liking most of Graham's picks, but the opposite ones. <laughs> I think I'm taking... So he's got Dallas at eight. <laughs> at my number two, I think I'm taking... All right, I want the Williams to win. I'm going to take Cincinnati so that the Williams win. Okay. You're welcome, Williams. Okay, at work. the 4Z, I'm taking San Francisco. Ooh. Dang. I don't like the fact that I have two games tied with Graham right now. <laughs> <laughs> at the six spot, I'm taking Kansas City. Wow, bold choice. And the the eight, I'm taking Philadelphia. Very nice. Alrighty. Jacksonville and the Giants. Graham, you are a beautiful man. I uh I sat here for the whole podcast and wondered, should I just go with the rational choices? <laughs> and I obviously no. did. <laughs> yeah, we saw how well the rational choices went for you last week, which is phenomenal. Yep. I mean, four and two ain't bad. Alrighty. That's a good point. Here's Here's mine. Um, as like, I'm just gonna ride the trend that again, man never loses on a Saturday. So I'm gonna go ahead and put Jacksonville at the two. Whoa, <laughs> Logan. <laughs> uh, don't particularly like to do that, but I also 
Uh, I'm going to put San Fran at the four. I think that, uh, that defense is going to outplant. What? What an excellent choice, if I do say so myself. Just I know, huge right? huge brain, galaxy, wrinkled brain stuff. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put the Billiams at six. Great Billions. choice. And let's go ahead and put Philly at eight. Brilliant. I think Love I think I, I could live with a Philly and San Fran NFC Championship game. I think that'd be really fun. I've predicted it this entire since like week eight. I thought it's going to be a Philly San Fran. Well, maybe like ten, San Fran and Philly in the championship. Yeah, and it looks like I'm going to be right. Woo! Possibly, unless Dallas just fucks everything up. <laughs> You're giving no credit to the Giants. <laughs> I mean, the Giants could uh, listen. If it's a Giants and Dallas NFC Championship, I might be a little more upset. Okay? That would be like, ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not going to be very happy about that. Quite disgusting. Yeah. Uh, like no disrespect to Brian Dable, I just don't. I I don't love Giants versus Dallas or Giants versus San Fran. Yeah, I don't either. Have Giants versus San Fran. Oh my god. I can't stand with Dallas fans. I can't stand Dallas fans at all. And if they win this game, it's going to yeah. be insufferable. Yep. Yeah, you're telling me. All right, yeah. Tyler. Oh, yeah, you have to live with them. Yeah, uh, Tyler, what are you thinking? What are your game picks? All right, Logan, congrats on your point. I'm taking Jacksonville. No <laughs> way. <laughs> what has happened? Yeah, Logan's gonna get a cool like Logan's He's... gonna get six points to all of us losing a, it's a six. It's yeah. like I'm playing us. cricket, baby. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. You know what? I can't, I can't leave them right now. I've rode with them. I gotta keep going. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a, it's a bold. It's worked so far. That's what I thought. Um, at the four, give me Buffalo. Hmm. Mm. It is going to be a close Yay. game. It's going to be a very then close game. Give me San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. So this then means Giants, I'm, take, I'm taking the Giants at eight. Yeah. I'm taking Philadelphia uh, at the eight. Uh, <laughs> that's a weird way to spell New York. <laughs> so, I don't think those are the right colors, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I think their logo's gone bad. It's all green. You know what? I clicked the wrong button and I can't change it. Logan, uh, go ahead and cut Tyler's audio. Oh, see, no, it's it's the wrong New York team. Tyler put the Jets at the eight. Ah, uh, yeah, those are Jets colors. Yeah, genius. Wow. Please, that's not Kelly Green. Actually, wait, <laughs> what is what is the Jets shade of green called? I don't know. I think it is. Is it Kelly Green? Something like that. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure it is Kelly Green, but I'm sure like every team, like the Jets have like a freaking like a trademarked. The new design replaced the dark hunter green with a medium green that the team calls Gotham Green. Ew. That's See, better than Jersey water. It. it is. Jersey water. <laughs> yeah, we just call it the Hudson. It's Gotham. <laughs> Jets colors are Gotham Green, Stealth Black, and Spotlight White. Stealth Black's pretty sweet, you gotta admit. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Spotlight White is kind of a mouthful. But I like black. Gotham green and I like, stealth black. I mean, I like Spotlight Mike White. I do, Maybe. too. I like Spotlight... Spot... 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 Like... Uh... A bi- big... Uh... Cock... Uh... What's his name? <laughs> Brock? Big, big Cock Brock. <laughs> so... And then, on... For reference, the Eagles rock Midnight Green. Oh, I think I did know that. Mm. I love that Taylor Swift album. It's like, Midnight Green... <laughs> And then yeah. they have two tones of silver, one for their jersey, one for their helmet, and then black and white. 
just Ooh. black and white. What I was just lame, say, yeah, just lame brains? <laughs> listen, they listen. They put all their efforts into midnight green. Okay, what do you want? <laughs> I want a cooler color for black and white. That's what I want, Stephen. Thank you for asking. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. It, the Jets had to go with a new like jersey style a few years ago, so of course, like, um, they probably got their best marketing team to come up with new colors for just straight up black and white. I guess so. I wonder what the Browns colors are. Brown. It's probably, <laughs> I don't know what the orange or the, any of the other colors are called, but I'm pretty sure the brown is called Paul Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Tyler, it's, you okay? It's like, it's like shit brown, like pumpkin orange, uh, this is di- and like this is cocaine white or something. No, this is disappointing. It's Yeah, this sucks. It, this is, it is dark brown, orange, white. Oh, God. boo. God. But the Fucking... Pantone colors are PMS Black 4C for dark brown and PMS 2028C for orange. I have no idea what any of that means, but there you go. 2028 yep. Brown Super Bowl. I feel like it would be better if they called be them shit brown, shit orange, and shit white. <laughs> <laughs> God forgive me. I do not ever no. want a shit orange. No, you had no, you had it right. It should have just been Paul Brown. Yeah, Paul Brown, the color of brown that the Browns use. That's the answer right there, baby. Oh shit! But it should just be disappointment brown, let down orange. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself white. And the white flag, yeah. And the white flag. <laughs> Surrender white. Surrender white. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't know. I kind of like I hate myself white. (laughs) I'm miserable. Uh, Picks. Yeah. Yeah. To the Jags wear. I was like, thank thank you for joining us for the podcast within a podcast, the internet color rating. (laughs) Uh, But now it's time for some no bias stats picks. Uh, Because there's only four games, looks like Logan has gone ahead and given us two questions per game. Hello, Logan. So starting with Jaguars going to face the Chiefs. On a Saturday, let's keep that in mind. Uh, first question: Each of these teams entered the season with a receiving core that were underwhelming, yet have overachieved, possibly because of the guys slinging them the rock. Uh, Jacksonville has three players who average. I'm guessing that's supposed to say at least ten yards per reception. I sure it uh, does say that, Stephen. Hmm. Yes, uh, with a minimum of four catches per game, and KC has two such players. Which of these guys will continue to have at least 10 yards per reception in this game? So we've got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram for the Jags, and Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster for the Chiefs. Graham, what are you thinking? Kirk under, Zay equals, Ingram over, Kelsey under, Juju under. All righty. Kelsey oh, thank under? God Logan's back. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, Kelsey under. That's that's a fascinating. Well, remember, he does have Jacksonville winning. Very confident of that at two. Yes. Oh, uh, that's true. It's a good point. Alrighty. Um Logan, what are you thinking? I'm gonna say Kirk over Jones under Ingram equals Kelsey over. And Juju under. That's the one I think Graham got right. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I am going to say 
Kirk over. Uh, I'm going to put Zay at under. Going to put Ingram at the over. Kelsey at the over. And I'll put Juju at the equals. Tyler? I'm going to go Kirk over. Zay under. Uh, Ingram under. Ooh. Kelsey over. And Juju under. Good. A bit clumped up on that one, but that's all right. <laughs> eh, you know. All right, Juju, you can only get 10 yards per reception. I, I guess, guess that was an easy one. All right. <clears throat> for he's going to have like he's going to have yeah, like 23 Randy. yards per reception. Probably. He'll probably have like 10 ra- billion yards per reception. It's it's going to be the new Randy Moss game. Like I only had yeah. three catches, but it was a uh, 200 yards, 64 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. Um, you know, no big deal. Right. Question number 2. This season, Kansas City committed the seventh fewest penalties per game. While or with 5.1, Jacksonville is close behind with 5.2. How many penalties will each team commit in this game? Uh, Logan, lean us off. I'm going to say Jacksonville shows their playoff inexperience and gets over five penalties. I'm going to say Kansas City shows their relative experience, but still commits exactly five. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say over for both. Ooh. I think the refs are going to be a little flag happy in this game. All right, Tyler. All right, Steven. Let me clump you with you. I'll go over on both. Tyler really wants that BK gift card, apparently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ty, Ty has hey, too the... far to go to catch Steven. Their onion rings are good. <laughs> wow. What a ring <laughs> endorsement it... for a burger restaurant. Their Poises onion rings t- are good. You rule. I mean, <laughs> Logan, it's better than mine. I, I personally think the zesty sauce is the best thing they have. <laughs> Their sauce. Fascinating. It's I think, good sauce. I think the air in Burger King is pretty top-notch. Uh, I, I don't know. It prefer... smells like flame broil. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I personally Graham, prefer think? a double Whopper with cheese, a medium fry, and a large Diet Coke. What a lovely meal. Uh, I swear under for Jacksonville, right over on wow. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, can't make this stuff up, folks. I just did. <laughs> Certainly did. Alrighty. Moving on to the second of the divisional rounds. Uh, Giants at the Eagles. <laughs> I love the phrasing on this. You want some running QBs? Well, this game has got some running QBs. Daniel Jones ran for an average of 5.9 yards per rush and 7.5 and times per game. Jalen Hurts ran for an average of 4.6 yards per rush and 11 times per game. Probably why his yards per rush were a little lower. How many? Like, how will each of these QBs Run the ball in this game. So we got Daniel Jones at the line at 5.9 yards per run and 8 rushes, and Jalen Hurts at 4.6 and 11 rushes. I'm going to say Daniel Jones goes under 5.9 yards per rush, but over 8 rushes. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I think that Eagles defense, man. Uh, And then I think Jalen Hurts goes... I think he goes over... On the yards per run, but exactly 11 rushes. Ooh. Tyler. Going over on Danny Dimes' yards. I'm going to go over on Danny Dimes' rushes. I'm going to go under Jalen Hurts, and then under again. Wow. Graham. Over, 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 over. 
God, you did this last week. BK, have, have it your way. way. You rule. You run. You run. Yeah, that was better shit. Great job, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Logan. Daniel Jones, over 5.9 yards per rush. This would probably be my spicy pick if I was able to make one, but I'm, I'm not. Daniel Jones' number of rushes, exactly eight. Mm. Jalen Hurts, over 4.6 yards per rush. Jalen Hurts, over 11 rush attempts. Wow. Logan and I agreed most of the time there. I know. It's shocking. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> hmm. Alrighty. And question number two. These teams average similar times of possession this season. Fairly average... 30 minutes and 33 seconds for ninth best, while the Giants average 30 minutes and 23 seconds, which was 10th best. Which team will control the ball for more time in each quarter in this game? Alrighty, That's Tyler. Crazy. So, okay, now I, I did want to clarify something because I feel like, so we've done this one before, right? And is it uh -huh. just, like, was it cumulative time by the end of the quarter or was it specifically, like, the time of the quarter? Uh, it was only the time of each individual quarter. So, okay. for example, as a thought experiment, if the Eagles possessed the ball for all 15 minutes in the first quarter, obviously the Eagles win the first quarter, and whoever's taking a drink should probably mute their fucking microphone. Then, if the Giants had the ball for 10 minutes in the second quarter, and f the Eagles had it for 5 minutes in the second quarter, the Giants would win the second quarter even though the Eagles would have possessed the ball for 20 minutes at that point. I'm only looking at each individual quarter. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. All right, Tyler, what do you think? I'm going to go Philly first quarter. I'm going to go Philly second quarter. I'll do... Let me get a tie in the third. Fast. I'll take Giants in the fourth. Amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> Let me get a tie in there. <laughs> I would say you had a tie in all of them. All right. Oh, hey. Graham. Hey. Ba -ba -ba uh, let's go with the Giants, the Giants, the Giants, and the Giants. Bound to be happen. right at some point, hopefully. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that's a way to get maybe some point. Woohoo! Logan? Graham, I don't like you. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Giants Q1 I'm gonna say the Eagles Q2 just for a little bit of diversity and then the Giants in Q3 and Q uh, you know what Philly Q4 there you go I say Philly ends out each half with the ball a lot and uh, Graham was right on the other ones alrighty and I'm going Philly and then Philly and then for some flavor Philly and then sticks. the Giants. Whoa. Mm. What a curveball right at the end. <laughs> I know, right? He threw three heaters right over the plate and then hit us with a changeup. <laughs> I think that's how he won in Rookie of the Year. I have no idea. That's nah, a movie reference. I've never uh, been Rookie on of the Year. To Sunday, Cincinnati at Buffalo. These two quarterbacks. We like these two quarterbacks. Joe Burrow averages about 280 passing yards per game, while Josh Allen is around 268. Burrow has about 11 yards per completion, while Allen has about 12. <laughs> Love that you just called him by the thing. Joe Burr has about 13.6 passing first downs per game to Allen's 
<laughs> Did you that's, put an alien? Says. It, it, I believe he's the alien. Uh, the alien? I've never heard him called that. Yeah, you Not have once. now. <laughs> you just did. I guess I did. 13.4 for the alien. I, I don't like that. Who will come out on top in these categories? I like it. They call him the alien. They should call him the alien. It's basically his last name, just with an eye in it. Yikes. Uh, all right. What do you mean, who yikes? It's just a name. Yeah, no, it's fair. So who will come out on top in these categories in the game? So for passing yards, yards per completion, and passing first downs. Graham. Ooh. All right. For passing yards, let's go Josh Allen. For yards per completion, let's go Josh Allen. And for passing per... First downs. Let's go, Joe Burrow. Alrighty. Oh wait, no, Ty, Ty, Ty. I got it in. Hey, Ty, he yeah. got it in. Yeah, who? Very close. <laughs> I was just about to say. Oh, yeah, woohoo! Yeah, Logan. Passing yards, Joe Burrow. Yards per completion, Josh Allen, aka the Alien. Passing first downs, Joe Burrow. Alrighty. Uh, I'm gonna say. Josh Allen for passing yards. Uh, I'm going to say Josh Allen for yards for, or sorry, uh, just Allen for yards per completion. (laughs) And then Joe Burr for passing first downs. Sorry, I I had to go with the naming convention for each category. Burr. Joe Yeah, I don't really understand why people pronounce it like Joe Burr. I don't like it. I know, you'd think that's the sound you'd make for Derek Carr. Yeah. Carr. <laughs> Tyler? I'm going to go Burr for passing yards. And I'm going to go Burr for yards per completion. And you know what? I'll go Allen for first downs. Ooh. Hey. Alrighty. And now, second question. In the regular season, each of these teams had more than twice as many receiving touchdowns as rushing touchdown. Since he had 35 and 14, and Buffalo had 35 and 15. So which of these teams will continue that trend in this game? So we got Cincy uh, receiving touchdowns two times the rush, or I guess it's for both, like receiving two times the rush, under two times the rush, or over. Uh, Oh yeah, no, Logan leads leads us off on this one. Cincinnati. Receiving touchdowns over twice as many rushing touchdowns. Buffalo, receiving touchdowns under twice as many rushing touchdowns. Hmm. I'm going to say Cincy, receiving touchdowns equals two times the rush. Dear God. And Buffalo, over. That's unreal. In what regard? <laughs> uh, the, the the facetious one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Tyler. I'm going to go... You know what? I'll go over. And I'll also go over. Hmm. Sure. Why not? A lot of They're throwing. They're it out. Graham. Going to be some easy points for me this week. Uh, under and yep. under. Tie. <laughs> Dang it, Graham went with me on one of those. I'm going to lose a point for sure. <laughs> for yeah, sure. the one where he went uh, since he under. No. Alrighty. And then to wrap up Divisional Round Weekend, we got the Cowboys facing the 49ers. Both of these teams 
have had very balanced offenses this season. Dallas attempted 556 passes and ran the ball 531 times, so 51.1% pass, while San Fran attempted 512 passes and ran it 504 times, which is a 50.4% pass. So how will each of these teams prefer to attack the other in this game? So you got Dallas and San Fran going either pass greater than run, pass uh, less than run, or pass equal to the run. I guess I lead us off. I'm going to say Dallas ends up passing the ball more than they run. And I think San Fran runs more than they pass. Tyler. For Dallas, I'll go pass run equals. Wow. And for San Francisco, I'll go run. Run what? All right. Well, sorry, pass, pass less than like... run. Sorry. I was like run, and then my brain blanked. I was about to sprint out of my room. (laughs) (laughs) To BK. No, absolutely not. There are four better restaurants on Hamburger Hill before I get to Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Graham? Um, Pass less than run for San Fran. And (laughs) pass greater than run for Dallas. That was really funny, Graham, apparently. It was to yeah, me. That was hilarious. You All really right, got me there. I did. You didn't see that coming. Started I off with the home did. team. How dare you. You rule. Thanks, All Ty. Right. And I got you. Graham. Graham, you want to make your picks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Graham, make the uh, picks. I'll Logan, go. damn it. I got so close to the end. Son of a... Logan, what are your picks? Oh, well, thanks for getting to me, but I think Graham still has to make his. Uh, I wish my name was like Ulysses or something, so these initials would spell slut, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, I, I have thought the same thing many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like if it was an A, it could be salt. An I, or, could be slit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Logan could be Ulysses, because then it could be guts. Uh, I'm going to say Dallas, more passes than runs. Sweet. And I'm gonna say San Fran more passes than runs. Wow. Alrighty. High passing affair. I don't know about high, but just greater. Alrighty. And finally, to wrap this one up, this season Robbie Gould of the 49ers contributed an average of 8.2 points per game between field goals and extra points, tied for third most in the league. While Brett Missin Maher of the Woo. Cowboys pitched in 7.7 points per game, seventh most. When he wasn't missing four extra points in one game. So how many points will each of these kickers put up in this game over under of eight? Tyler? I'm going to go... I'll go exactly eight for gold. And I'm definitely going under for Maher. I feel like I'm going to sense a pattern in this one. Graham? I'm going to go... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go over eight on gold. And over mm-hmm. eight on Maher, because oh, it's going to be like thirty-five to. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it'll be like thirty-five to nine or something. You think he's making three field goals? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Whoa. <laughs> Somehow. Logan. Maybe he's going to like shot put them through the uprights this time. He's going to like start <laughs> off aiming twenty yards left. Oh boy. <laughs> well, he'll miss it ten yards right then. That's better. <laughs> Robbie Gold. Under eight points. Brett Maher, under eight points. Hmm. I'm going to say... You know what? 
I'm going to put Gould at the under just because I feel like they're going to get more touchdowns than they're going to need to attempt field goals. And then I'm going to put Maher. Oh, man. And you know what? Under. Kind of bunched up with Logan at the end there, but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't escape it. That's not a way for me to make up any points. Sorry. Know, you need to be more I like to, me. Hey, I tried to yeah. go away from you, most of them. Well, Graham, I, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> listen, listen uh, I'm first place and last place. If if it if it was golf, he would definitely be winning right now. Uh, 100%. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, if those fours were one, I'd be in first. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't know what that All means, right. but sure. Yeah, I would say it. I'm going to go ponder that as we conclude another episode of the Internet Football Podcast. Thank you all for joining me once again. Hey, Thank you. Pleasure as always. Hello. And, uh, Bye. I'll say, Ms. Doubtfire made a shocking return at the end, but we will be back next week to discuss some conference championships and uh, possibly some more NFL news. Who knows? But until then, be safe out there. Go Jags! Miss four kicks. You rule!